Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome to another awesome episode of Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we two dudes that just fell down through the looking glass discuss <laughs> movies, TV shows, music, or anything you think we think you guys might like to listen to. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And we have an email as well where you can send us some funny stories at gopressplay2 at gmail.com. Or send us a DM via Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's GoPressPlay, the number two, at gmail.com. Two is a digit. And PressPlayAR on Instagram. On today's episode, we'll review Gretel and Hansel. And Riz will keep you informed with the latest and greatest in DVDs and music. And we'll end it, as always, with Six Degrees of Separation and our Fact of the Week. But first, quick news. So earlier in another podcast, we have talked about a Little Shop of Horror remake or reboot or sequel. Not sequel, probably just like a reboot. Remake. A remake. And uh, it was rumored that Lady Gaga was going to be eyed on for Audrey. That's her name, right? Yeah, they uh, rumors now are uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, may, may be in the mix as Audrey. Um, but it's not confirmed yet. Maybe they're looking for fan reaction. I I don't like that cast. You said you were fine with it. Also, BTW, no, it was... You said you can see it. Like, you saw it, and you're okay with it. We no, were walking I, into a store. I, I said that I wasn't thrilled about Lady Gaga, but I, I could see that more than Scarlett Johansson, is what I said. Oh, I misunderstood. Yeah, also, yeah. it's it says that in the article that I read that Tyrion... That guy who played, I don't, I can't pronounce his name right. Tyrion Egerton. Him. Uh, is going to play Rick Moranis' role. Which I could see. You know, he has the, the dorky kind of, or he can go go in the dorky direction. You know, who knows if he can sing. He's British. British can do shit like that. Yeah, he can. He was in the movie Sing, the animated movie Sing, where he played the gorilla. And that was his voice. And he oh, played, and, he, and he, was, he played uh, in Elton Queen. John. I mean, in G, uh, Elton John. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so not, yeah, no, I'm not thrilled about Scarlett Johansson at, at all. Uh, I, you know, I wasn't too thrilled about Lady Gaga, like I said, but I could see that more, I think. I want Lady Gaga for this role. I, she's perfect for it. She, that, the blonde hair, the the skinny, lanky arms, and, and that New Yorkan Bronx accent that that Audrey has, I think. Uh, Lady Gaga has as well, and I think it fits more than Scarlett Johansson, yeah. personally. Well, for all we know, she turned it down as well. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not thrilled. I hope they get if they don't get you know, Lady Gaga. Um, I hope they get someone else other than Scarlett Johansson for for a Grammy uh, last week for A Star Is Born, a movie that came out a little over a year ago. And yeah, we discussed it. it. It depends on when the music is like the the actual single was released, oh. and it was eligible for this year. It's like they have new artists that have released three albums already on the new artist category. Don't get me started on the Grammys. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. Ah, whatever. So we are in the midst of Super Bowl weekend. We are recording on the Super Bowl day on Sunday. We are actually. On the uh, third baseline, wait. What's where? 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 Just what? off the the court, 
No. No. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're yeah. We're 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 a bit. Do you even know who's who's playing the Super Bowl? I want to say it's the Ohio Raptors and the Washington State uh, Badgers. Did you look that up? I'm just making that uh, up right now. <laughs> I didn't I have I, no idea. I I have no clue who's playing, and I didn't even know who was playing the halftime show until this morning, which is even worse, you know. Yeah, I for, mean, I know. know who's playing the well, halftime yeah, show: me. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. So this is pre uh, Super Bowl, so we don't know who won, and we'll probably talk about that in the next podcast. Maybe not because it's sports, and we have no idea. I think J Lo's gonna win. Um, or yeah. J-Lo and Shakira is going to be the halftime show people who are performing, which is weird because, you know, it's taking place here in Miami and not a lot of Miami artists are being represented, which was which hit a sour note in in the Miami community because you have, you know, J-Lo and and Shakira, who definitely definitely are not from Miami. But Uh, do they usually have artists from where the Super Bowl is like they usually have like gigantic artists no but Miami has a lot of pride a lot of Latin pride so I would understand why they would want Miamians to to perform you have I mean we talked about it on the way to breakfast this morning uh Gloria Stefan which she was asked but she says she declined because she'd done it several times and it was too much for her uh, but you have Rick Ross, you have uh, Trina, you have um, John Cicada, um, a lot of other Miami, Willie Chirino. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I can go on, but I just can't think of them right now. But uh, yeah, Pitbull. Uh, but then again, he's taken over New Year's Eve here in Miami for the past five years. At Biscayne, Biscayne Didn't Park. Didn't Pitbull do do the Super Bowl a few years ago? He probably did. Um, maybe I'm not sure. Sounds familiar. I, I could see it. Um. So, what are your predictions on who's going to win? I have a feeling that Paris Hilton will be one of the unmasked people tonight. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> The Masked Singer is on tonight right after the Super Bowl. You're asking my prediction. I don't even know who's playing. Uh, Let's look it up. <laughs> Alexa, who's playing in the Super Bowl tonight? Super Bowl 54 between the 49ers and Chiefs will kick off on Sunday, February 2nd at 6.30 p.m. on Fox. I found some news about... Uh, Alexa, stop. That's too much sports. Good Lord. Um, no uh, 49ers. For 49ers, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Okay, cool. We'll see They sound wins. like underdogs, and I always root for underdogs. Okay. Well, okay. Why not? So, uh, are you excited, though, for The Mass Singer, the new season? Uh, yeah. If it runs too late, I'm, I ain't staying up for it. I don't, we don't have TV anyway, so. Oh, that's right. We can just. We no, all, but isn't we, that in regular television? Uh, we don't have an antenna. Do you want to go out and get an antenna? I guess we're going to have to. We don't have cable, guys. We we disconnected our cable. For, you know, we're we're looking at the different online services and honestly just um just taking a few months and saving money uh, cuz it it does get expensive and it was a lot cheaper literally just 2 months ago. Now the 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 Hulu like 
went from i think in the 30s and it's up to 54 now holy crap it, and, it just keeps going up and youtube is is 50, 50. and we, we've just been doing the uh um the free trials to certain uh for live events yeah certain tv channels like cbs all access and then we did another one last week i did well i did youtube and you did cbs uh for the grammys last yeah. week and we're just we'll just keep doing that until we can't anymore you know <laughs> Uh, at some point, you'll do YouTube and I'll do CBS, yes. and then you'll do Hulu and I'll do Hulu. We you know, do it for we'll just we'll keep going as long as we can. We got to do it for the Oscars as well, yeah, and look we into to. that. Uh, the next thing we want to talk about is finally for all you Silent Hill fans, the Silent Hill uh, movie franchise is going to get a reboot by the same director, Christoph Gans. He's also working on Fatal Frame. Uh, oh, I thought Fatal Frame was canceled. No? Oh, no. It was another movie that was almost, like, done. It was, I forgot, Corto. It's called Corto Martes. So it was almost out of the the pre-production period, but it got canceled at the last section. For second. funding. I hate that. Yeah, for funding I'm sure issues. a lot of people were looking forward to it. So he's he actually uh, directed previous silent hill films is yes. that what you said yeah he was the i guess the sh- the movie runner the showrunner cuz he was the director but he did have complete control over it until the sequel came along and he gave it to the to the writer of the first movie and the third one didn't get really great reviews so he's coming back to reboot the whole thing yeah his, not he says all he said was when they asked him he said i think it's time to bring it back Awesome. The girl is that the one with the girl that looks so much like Michelle Williams? It's ridiculous. Yeah, in that ashy town, yeah. and that screeching, the alarm. I, yeah, I sat there. That I'm like, oh my so... gosh, I want to see this. Michelle Williams is in it, and then it's like that wasn't Michelle Williams. I'm like, all right, I really don't want to. That see movie it. was kind of freaking creepy. I ended up seeing it years later, and it it was creepy, very creepy. And Fatal Frame is another video game. It is set in 1986 Japan where a girl or a kid mysteriously disappears and his sibling has to go into a haunted house and find them or find him to see what happened. But the only weapon in the game that you have or the only tool that you have is like this uh, mystified camera that when you take a picture of it, like you see ghosts or clues or stuff like that. It was super, super, super scary. Uh, did you ever play it? No, my sister did actually, and it was creepy. There was a sequel also that came out, and other games came out too that had links to uh, the Fatal Frame lore. Certain characters appeared in those games, so I'm really, I'm really actually very curious to see how that turns out. Um, very cool. The the thing I do know is that it is going to be set in Japan, the movie, and it's still going to have American actors. Uh, not sure American actor, but it is going to have that 1980 effect. Oh, cool. And talking about 1980 effect, uh, there's something that I read about New Mutants. Uh, Josh Boone revealed before this whole Fox Disney thing and New Mutants being shelved that New Mutants was intended to be a sort of sequel after Apocalypse. It was going to still set in the 1980s, but the only person recurring from the X-Men universe was uh, or is uh, Charles Xavier. 
So, so is that confirmation that James McAvoy is going to be in New Mutants? That's the thing. We don't know what's, what's happening after this whole two-year hiatus that the movie was in. We don't know if they went back secretly for reshoot, which uh, some people say that they did. An actor, I forgot to get his name, came for reshoots to play Sinister. And as you know, Sinister was in the apocalypse's post credit scene with the briefcase that said Essex, collecting Wolverine's sample at the end. Um, and that could have been a tie-in to the, to the New Mutants. But I'm not sure if they're still going to go that route or they're completely scratching it off to, to cater more to the MCU storyline. Right. So we're just going to have to see how it goes. Regardless, a lot of people are excited. People are are looking forward to this to this movie and we'll keep you posted on on how it plays out and the true synopsis of it, I guess. Awesome. Very cool. All right. So there's this game I want to play with you. All right. Yeah, he's been teasing me about some game that's I don't know. He wouldn't Tell me anything. I saw for this spoiler warning. So. I saw this online, and I thought that let's see if you really know about this world. So the quiz is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer quiz, and the name of the the game is Who Killed Who. So I'm gonna give you the name of the person uh, who was killed. Uh, it's the person who got killed, and. I'm going to give you the multiple choice of who the killer is. Can I guess without the multiple choice first before you give me the multiple choice? Sure. Okay. Cool. Okay. Let me reset this because I accidentally picked one. You took the okay. quiz. Okay. The answers uh, are at the end according to, All right. to the quiz. So the first one is Luke. Uh, Luke. Who the hell is Luke? Don't know. It just it was, says Luke. Was that the the vampire? I have no freaking idea who Luke is. All right, who are the, the choices? Then? The possible killer is Angel, Spike, Warren, or Buffy. Does it have a picture of Luke? No, sir. Damn. Uh, I'm assuming that's the the actor that was one of the hitmen from. Uh, the X-Men, I forget the actor's name. Uh, and he was in the first two episodes of Buffy as the vampire that um, that that uh, the master like infused his power with to go out and start murdering people. I'm assuming. Sounds sounds familiar, yeah. Uh, who killed him? I know that there was a fake out where Buffy's like you forgot about one thing sunlight and then she crashes the window and the light shines in and then he's like oh and then he, he looks up and he's like huh and it's just like a spotlight yes. and she's like it's in about two hours dumbass <laughs> uh was he beheaded it must have been buffy okay let's go with buffy uh natalie french natalie french was Mrs. French that was killed by? That's the picture. Ah, I know exactly who that is. Uh, she was hacked to death by Buffy. Okay. The multiple choice are Mark, Drusilla, Spike, or Buffy. Buffy. Darla. Uh, Darla. Well, which time? <laughs> I guess the Buffy. The Buffy 
uh, Angel. Ted Buchanan, who uh, was played by John Ritter, who won an an Emmy for that. Well, Ted was was actually a robot, but the robot was killed by Buffy. All these are Buffy, almost. Angel. Buffy, depending on which time he died. Because <laughs> he was originally killed by Darla. Um, Tara. Tara was killed by Warren. Molly. Molly, is there a picture? Yeah. That's Molly. Molly was killed, I believe, by uh, Caleb, right? It's Buffy, Caleb, Spiker, George. Caleb. Kendra, the vampire slayer. Drusilla. Great scene. That was a really nice story arc. And I just wish they didn't kill her because, ah, we have to, like, do a whole Buffy podcast. Like, oh my well, God. Right. <laughs> Dr. Stephen Gregory. Uh, give me the, show me the picture. Stephen Gregory. That's him. What are the choices? Natalie, Buffy, Xander, or Spike. Natalie. That's uh, Miss French. Sheila Martini. Sheila. Or Sheila. Uh, Drusilla. Uh, the next one. Who, Sheila, was, by the way, uh, Never Ending Story fans, was the childlike princess in the sequel, in oh, the Never wow. Ending sequel, part two. Uh, nice. Uh, David Kirby. No clue who that is. Uh, he was killed by Moloch. Mo- Mo- Ellen Frank. No, wait, wait. Who are the choices for David Kirby? I'm just going to go back. You can't go back? Oh, don't hit back. Moloch, Xander, Buffy, or Spike? I'm pretty sure Moloch got the other guy to kill him, if I remember correctly. But whatever. Moloch? And make it, yeah. But Ellen Frank. Show me the picture. Uh, George, Caleb, Mark, or Angel? George, Caleb, Mark, or Angel. Go with George. That was Christopher Gorham, I believe. Morgan Shea. He was killed by either Buffy, Mark, Xander, or Willow. Mark. Jenny oh, Calendar. These one episode people. Aww. That was Angelus. Poor Jenny Calendar. Katrina Silber? Buffy, Spike, Angel, or Warren? Oh, that oh, was that's Warren. Warren. Warren's girlfriend. I mean, you're doing that, not me. <laughs> Warren's uh, ex girlfriend. You scored 100%. You're an expert. You took on the challenge and emerged victorious. Well done. Thank you. You are a awesome person. Awesome, Mr. Vampire That's all I Slayer. get for 100% is, yes. a, is an awesome person. And a high five and a Buffy aficionado. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be back with the Gretel and Hanso discussion review. Welcome back. Oh, my goodness. Did I scare you? No. Okay. The next thing we want to discuss is the movie Gretel and Hanso. We went to see it this weekend, and the movie was um, released Friday, the January 31st, 
Sorry, I had a brain part. Brain part. <laughs> brain fart. Okay, so the movie was released January 31st, 2020. It stars Sophia Lillis, Alice Cringe, Samuel Leakey, Charles Babalola, and Jessica DeGal. It's directed by Oz Perkin. He directed I'm the Little I'm the Pretty Little Thing That Lives in the House. Never seen it or heard of it. And the synopsis of this film is a long time ago in a distant fairy tale countryside, a young girl leads her little brother into a dark wood in desperation to search for food and work, only to stumble upon a nexus of terrifying evil. So before going into this movie, what did you what were you expecting? Or what did you were hoping to see? I um was expecting basically a dark retelling of Hansel and Gretel, which it generally was. You? I was uh, expecting, yeah, a, a little bit more, um, what's the word, uh, gore, I guess. It was pretty gory, surprisingly gory. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I think more of like the action of like the the mutilation. like Of little kids? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, the the worst there was was uh, she. Well, we will get into that. So the movie begins with a telling of a little girl who was born and was kind of like sort of cursed. Well, she was. She wasn't. She was cursed later on. She was like the prettiest of of the, all the little babies, and everyone loved her. But she got sick, and uh, they said that her first winter will be her last. So her father did something. Yeah, in a desperation, he went to see a witch uh, to kind of cure her or to make her better. But then by that process of doing so, uh, it kind of gave her a gift. Um, so she was sent back to the little the little countryside where she lived. And the that folklore story continued with her. Noticing that she has peculiar abilities. So to the point where I guess she she killed her dad. So yeah, in, there, there was like darkness inside of her because of, of whatever cure. And BTW, um, the actress that played the little girl kind of looked like one of my nieces, if I'm going to be honest. It was a little creepy. Maybe she maybe that was her. Um, She's a little young. But, you know, look it up uh, if you are related to me and you'll see. Okay. Go. Awesome. Um, so then they decided the neighborhood or the townspeople decided to say, you know what? We don't want this child anymore and gave it back to the witch who, quote unquote, cured her. And she lived in the forest with the with the witch for the rest of her life. That was the story. So then in comes uh, Sophia Lillis character Gretel and Hansel who are these children who are poor and they're on their way to see some lord or some master to get food and to get some work and all in all was nice and fun until the lord asked Gretel if she is intact and she was like what the f yeah it was like this guy was a creep so a job interview and it yeah yeah, it was a job interview for her to be his his like a maid. His maid, yeah, to cook, to clean, uh, to do any other chores that is possible for them to get money to feed themselves. Um, but all the old man wanted to know was if she is um, still a lady or not. 
or if she, you know if she's become a lady, yeah, or not. Mm. So mm. Uh, Gretel said "f this," and she turned around and she left, and she went back to her house. And her mom was like, "What the hell did you do? You should have just, you know, let the Lord dude uh, do whatever he want in order for you to get money." And she's like, "No, there's other possible ways I can do this." The mom seemed like she was a bit like sick in the head or like twisted because she told Gretel and Hansel to like leave the house. Like she doesn't want to take care of them. It's too much. And Gretel was like, you know what? I I think you're playing. But then the mom left the scene and comes back and whacks a huge axe on the middle of the table. And she's like, girl, if you don't get out. I'm going to cut you in little pieces. And that freaked Gretel completely out. And she takes Hansel at night and they fled to the woods, hopefully to find uh, some food and some some work for them. Nightfall and they soon stumble upon a house. Didn't she didn't she like knew the lady or she heard stories about that house? Yeah, she had some sort of story. That there was a lady that lived there, uh, but it turned out not to be a lady. There was, it was actually like a, a monster, which they didn't really explain. Before we continue the the story, the whole cinematography of it, I found it completely beautiful. Uh, the aesthetic of it, the colors were so gorgeous. The movie was actually filmed in Dublin, Ireland, um, and it was just fascinating the the world that the director was trying to to convey and to portray out to to the viewers um yeah no no it was gorgeous uh not a lot of green screen going on which you don't see a lot of especially in horror movies or like well i wouldn't call this like a big budget thing it was five million dollars the budget Oh, so, no, that's not big no, at all. No. Uh, and, you know, on location in Dublin, Ireland, it's not that bad. Um, so they, they go to this house where they think that a lady is living, and was there food already or just, just a warm place to, to sleep, yeah, basically? Yeah, it was, it was a bed that they found. So, hey, there's, you know, a bunch of of um, lit candles and shit. Let's go lie down in this bed, I guess. So they're attacked by this crazy-ass monster. Um, what the hell was that? I'm not sure. I don't know what it was doing there. And there's something there's something going on, like in the background or before the movie started that they they didn't really explain. Like there was a famine, but they were also all being attacked by by something like ogres or I don't know. I don't know what what was going on. It was never like I said, it was never fully explained, which I would have liked to have seen it fully explained. But they're attacked by this monster. And uh, it looked like Gretel was about to, you know, get it or get killed or get eaten or I don't know. Uh, But the monster gets shot in the head with an arrow. Around this time of the movie, we realize that Gretel has these weird dreams that she doesn't know if it's reality or if it's just a mind playing tricks on her. Uh, She is narrating this whole film from her perspective and uh, her dream sequence is heavily influenced throughout the film. Uh, we come to realize that the huntsman lives there and gives them a place to stay for the night, 
gives them food, which is which were rabbits, and a bath. And they told the and he told the the kids, hey, you can't stay here, but if you follow this road, you'll find the fortress. I think that's what it was called, or the forest, or woodsman. I think or woodsman's. So she could get work sewing. Felt lovely. That's not sexist. And he and the the boy could get work cutting trees. Yeah, and because he says he wants to be a huntsman. Now the director in an interview said that he had this movie with the idea of an expanded world slash universe, which I kind of I've kind of figured it out when the title was called A Grimm's Fairy Tale. And I have a feeling later in the movie I'm gonna tell you what my predictions are if they decide to either do a sequel to this or do an open universe of the Grim fairy tale, which we also talked about in an earlier podcast. Sorry guys, we are int too far from the Super Bowl and there's some crazy shit going on. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Um <laughs> uh security is really 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 high uh this past weekend, so anyways. Um So yeah, the huntsman sends them on their merry little way and tells them, you know, go this way if you see I don't know these sorts of people, don't talk to them. They might look pretty, but they're I don't know, they'll eat he you. He said or something. they might look handsome. And we never really understood what that was about because they never really met anyone, right? No. They, the next thing they stumbled upon is uh, the old lady's uh, cabin. Well, they, they had a, um, uh, a trip. Yeah. yeah. They found – they were, yeah, it was like two days after that that passed, and they were super hungry. And they found some mushrooms, and they ate it, and they fucking were tripping on shrooms. Which was, which was kind of a funny scene. You don't see, like – it yeah. was, but for me, it was kind of weird watching a seven-year-old boy. Oh, no. That's what was funny about it. <laughs> Hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> um, and maybe, well, no, no, maybe. It was just an odd scene. Like, it, it really didn't connect to the rest of the movie. No, not to me. Me neither. The only thing I can think of is that the, the hallucination drugs brought them joy and a little bit of happiness uh, in this, like, stoic you know, yeah, dark, starving. Dark they were starving. Um, so after they finished tripping, uh, they found the old lady's house and with a slide and it was smelling like bacon and like bakery. And it was, oh, my God, a little kid's dream. Um, they meet the old lady and they see like this huge feast of like apples and cakes and roasted pig a whole roasted pig and it was like this overwhelming of like food euphoria for them and wow, this, this is making me hungry this <laughs> this is like the 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 best for for them um and she's like you know thanks for for gretel thanks the old lady uh hoda i think is her name the character who is played by Alice Cringe, Jessica DeGao plays her the mom pre okay. pre witch. Okay. Um. And Gretel's like, hey, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna repay you for helping us, uh, for feeding us and and giving us a room and board. Uh, I'm gonna clean for you and and help you out. And maybe we can stay a little longer than we you know originally agreed up or agreed on. You know, keep us fed and and 
you know, instead of you, you, you doing the cleaning, you know, I'll do the cleaning. And this old lady is obviously old. She has like dark fingers, like, like how do you, how can you describe them? I would say like, like to me it would be someone with frostbite. Yeah, like decaying. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It was only up to her four fingers and her uh, up to there knuckles. Up to her knuckles, it was just black. Um, and she started showing Gretel a book about botany and plants, and certain plants uh, helps you do certain things, and at the same time. The old lady is feeding Hansel like crazy. And, you know, Gretel is kind of picking up and, and asking her, hey, you know, where where exactly are the animals for the milk? Or or where where where's the pig coming from? Or how come this pig has been sitting on this table for the last three days unsalted and it hasn't there aren't maggots on it. It's still fresh. And the old lady's like, well, magic, dearie, or something stupid yeah, like that. Yeah, don't ask what you don't understand and just let it be and all this crap and all this stuff. As she keeps continuing to stay in the house, she starts realizing uh, what the house is with secret compartments. Her dreams are becoming more vivid. Um, and at that, at this time, she's kind of figuring out who this old lady is, but doesn't understand the motives yet. Until one day she has a dream where she just gets fed up with Hansel and she kicks him out of the old lady's house. Gretel kicks Hansel out. And um, when she wakes up, Hansel's not there. So she's realizes that, that maybe that's not a dream. Maybe that really happened that night. And she asked the old lady, hey, where is this? Where's my brother? And she's like, don't worry, darling. We'll find him. But eat, eat. And then she's still like not really 100% sure what's going on. There is a scene also that she's out in the woods and she connects with nature. And I think that's when she realized she has uh, ability. When yeah. she reaches out to that tree and the tree reaches out to her. And I think there Gretel is is realizing that she has powers and that this old lady is a witch and that she also has powers too. Uh, she has another premonition or another dream where she is in the basement of the cottage or of the house and she is confronted, right? Yeah, she's uh, confronted by like a young, a younger witch. She has the same like fingers as the older woman, uh, but she's younger here. And she brings over, I think, like a pot, and she dumps it on the table, and it's like intestines and and like like parts, like arms and shit and of like kids. kidneys and and all that nasty shit. Yeah, and and before Gretel's eyes, it transforms into the feast. That they have been eating. Doesn't uh, she take out the arm from? Yeah, yeah, and all that transforms into the feast, and she, of course Gretel realizes that they have been eating dead kids. Yum, and yum, yes, and <laughs> delicious kids. Uh, cannibalism is completely wrong, guys. Anyways, unless you live in the Amazon, this all of this needs to be edited out. <laughs> oh my it god, doesn't. delicious kids, yum. 
And I just, I said cannibalism is wrong. It's completely wrong. Complete. Except you sound just a little sarcastic. I, I, I wasn't. So she snaps out of that dream slash reality slash whatever uh, mental illusion that she has. And she realizes like, oh crap, like all this is, you know, makes sense now. So she comes up with the idea of playing dumb and, and outsmarting the witch by using some... Like a sleeping potion. For her. Uh, so while the witch is, quote unquote, using the bathroom. <laughs> I don't remember. I think you were sleeping at that time. She <laughs> I, has a shovel have... over her shoulder. and She's like, uh, nature, I, don't quote me on this, but she's like, nature I, doesn't call for me that often. But when I when it does, I have to go. So she's like, mind this. Take care of yourself. Don't be too nosy. I'll be back soon so that's how she yeah, i fell asleep that she conjures part. up the the juice to make her fall asleep so because she's like oh fix me tea, tea so when i come back and she fix gretel fixes is a tea hanzo is still missing uh and she drinks it and she, the witch is like haha you thought that i wasn't gonna notice but i did or it has to be a bit stronger for someone like me exactly yeah yeah and she's like why did you do it and griddle's like like hello i don't want to be here anymore like why am i here where's my brother i think it's time for us to go and the witch says i know your story and i know the story that you've been telling about the little girl You've been telling it all wrong. And then she comes to reveal that she, the witch, is the mother of the little girl. So the story of the little girl that we told at the beginning and that was, and that what was told in the beginning of the movie was correct. But it did continue with after the mom sent the child back to the witch, she thought that she got over her. But that's not true. The child kept coming back to the mom's mind to her dreams everywhere the mom looked the child was there so the only way she can uh get rid of that is to embrace the darkness to embrace that darkness and she herself consumed her other two children again cannibalism wrong she had two other children yeah i completely missed and that. she b took him to the house that was that dream sequence that gretel had where she saw the house with the white smoke and then it it turned into red as a signif signification that she ate the children i had no idea that was her kids Good and she became the witch and then she's like gretel you have the same power as me but as things are certain things you need to get rid of that are staying in your way for me it was my two children for you is hansel dun 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 and then it goes into like this whole flashing thing where she ends up back in the basement and hansel is being like sacrificed going up a ladder into a cage to be roasted alive and gretel is just like she's tied to to the table magically tied to the table I think uh, and she sees the witch's staff and she's like oh my god what the f am I going to do she has the power to, to move wood so she started using that power yeah I got a, a feeling of like Jean Grey when she was using her powers mm -hmm. I did um, as well. and hey MCU she would be a perfect Jean Grey uh, you might want to look into that uh, and she 
uses her telekinetic newly acquired witch power to get the the wood or the staff which had like a fork on top like a you know like a sprung okay and she went and she uses her telekinetic power and she moved her staff and kind of like hooked the witch up against the wall right above the fire and burned her alive. By burning her alive, it broke the trance of Hansel that he was in and setting them both free. And this is, you know, they killed the witch. They, they were, you know, deciding whether to stay there or, or figure out where they were going first. And this is where you were at before where they're going to expand the universe. What, what happens? She gives Hansel um, a bunch of, like, jewelry and a bunch of, like, gold pieces to bring back home to the par- to his parents and to, like, tell him, hey, you know, I think my, my story continues here. So she uses, like, a charm spell to, ca- to call a horse because there was no horse. So I'm thinking with her newly acquired powers, that's how the horse was was called upon. She transfigured the cat into a horse. Or maybe that. And um, set Hansel on his merry way. And she has come to the conclusion where she is the witch. But then the thing is, in order for her to... I think with Gretel, her her big issue now is to balance that evil with good. Because there's no evil in her and she didn't she didn't consume her brother. Yeah. So that evil is going to continue staying with her, taunting her to go to the dark side and her fight to become a good witch. So there's a scene where Hanso goes back and he finds his axe to become a huntsman. And it dawned on me that Snow White has a huntsman. Yep. And there could be a spinoff of him in the future with snow white with yeah. snow white you and know and that can be like another another open universe another connection there's a ton of stuff uh um also the other huntsman uh who played charles babalola that i don't know if the grimm's uh story is is or robin hood is part of the grim fairy tale or not i don't know but that can be another another story. Like it has come a lot of great strong potential. Rotten Tomato gave it a fifty six percent. I kind of understand why, uh, but it was a really good movie. I mean, if you like The Witch, like I did, if you like M Night Shyamalan's The Village, uh, those types of uh, film where it kind of brings it to a somber level of creepiness. And throws a lot of visual at you. This movie will be probably up your alley. Um, did you did you like it? It was yeah, it was entertaining. It was pretty. Uh, honestly, um, I don't think I had my coffee yet, or I did have some coffee. I was just tired. I fell asleep during a certain part of it, um, but not in a bad way. You know, it was. I liked it, and it had a good atmosphere, and there were there were good scary um, moments, which I liked. I'll give it three. Cool. I'll give it three and a half. Awesome. 
Um, so check it out. I, I I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but it was it was content for me. I honestly would recommend waiting for Netflix, but or Netflix or you know uh, Redbox or whatever. But definitely, I I do recommend seeing it eventually. Yeah. So what are some music and DVDs that are out today? It's funny that you should ask me that question. Why? Because I actually have a list here. Oh, no way. Um. Green Day um, has just come out with their new album called Father of All Motherfuckers. Well, <laughs> what? Uh, wow. Not a surf who um, us 90s people remember from their one hit wonder uh, popular. No way. They have a new album called Never Not Together. They've continued making music all these years. They've just been ignored by radio, unfortunately. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots, which I'm assuming they're fourth or fifth uh vocalist uh, i don't know parita and uh someone you may know trixie mattel has a new album her third album called barbara wonderful and uh new blu-rays or dvds uh dr sleep which has such a high rating and i'm pissed off we didn't go and see uh the good liar the ian mckellen uh uh helen mirren movie oh i want to see that movie. that looks pretty good um Playing with Fire, which looked really funny, which I'll see eventually, where um, I guess they're they're watching kids in a fire station or something. Oh, that's the one with John Cena? Yeah. It oh, looks okay. cute. It looks cute. Uh, the Waves, which I saw a trailer of, seems super melodramatic. I, I want to say that, that the popular kid kill, kills himself, which is honestly becoming cliche, you know. He was so deep, you know, and then mm. everyone tries to find out what went wrong. Bullshit. And last Christmas, which uh, was with uh, the girl from uh, Game of Thrones. I forget her name. Emil, Emil Clark. Amelia Clark, Amelia uh, Clark, which I don't think did as well as they thought it was going to do. But, um, you know, it's also out on Blu-ray. Sweet. And six degrees of separation. I'm going to pick Owen Wilson and Jessica Chastain. Owen Wilson and is oh, Owen Wilson is not okay. That's the blonde one of the two brothers, right? Yes. Uh, Owen Wilson was in Failure to Launch. With Sarah Jessica Parker. <gasps> Excuse me. Was Owen Wilson in Marmaduke? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Owen Wilson was in Marmaduke with Emma Stone, who was in The Help with Jessica Chastain. Done! That was really freaking fast. Thank you. And our fact of the week is Brandon Lee's stunt double in The Crow was later used as a stand-in for Lee after his death and CGI was used to digitally superimpose Lee's face onto the head of the double. The stunt double was Chad Steleski, the director of the John Wick franchise. And that's the fact of the week and you can do whatever you want with it because it's not mine. It's Brandon Lee's, I guess. I don't know. No, okay. Well, that music means that we reached the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. We'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, we want you to follow us on, on Instagram at PressPlayAR for updated content and info on our show. 
Thank you for hanging out with us this week. We love to hear from our devoted listeners, so email us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com. That's gopressplay, the number two, at gmail.com. Any funny stories or if you have any opinions or suggestions about something uh, to let us know. Yep. This is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Yo, and I'm Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.